Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Game Linked, where I present gaming news while I may or may not be fully Donald Duckin' it. No pants. You'll never know and I'll never tell. Tencent is allegedly working on a mobile, free-to-play version of Elden Ring, according to a report by Reuters journalist Josh Yeh. The lawful good Yeh spoke with three people familiar with the matter who said the mobile game will feature in-app purchases to align with the company's new business strategy. Screw you and everything you love, me likey money. It's on their website. Tencent apparently started work in 2022, the same year they bought a 16% stake in From Software and acquired the licensing rights to the interactive anger management game. Those same sources also suggested Tencent's vision for the project is similar to the popular open world gacha game, Genshin Impact. Having said all this, there's no way to know if the Elden Ring mobile will even be released. Progress has been slow, likely because Tencent's vision for the project sounds vastly different from the original game. Also, they don't know how to build a car. <laughs> on top of that, the Chinese company recently killed a different mobile game based on the Nier franchise because they couldn't figure out a monetization model. I'm sure monetizing Elden Ring is way easier. If you spend enough Primo gems, you unlock legendary characters like Melania or her greatest foe, a naked guy with a jar on his head. Microsoft is reportedly planning to release more games on PlayStation, a plan that some box enthusiasts worry may affect their console's self-esteem. A source told The Verge that Bethesda's upcoming Indiana Jones game may release on PS5 sometime after launching on Xbox consoles. The outlet also says surprise first-party hit Hi-Fi Rush will be announced for non-Xbox platforms in the coming weeks. Hi-Fi Rush was my nickname in college. Meanwhile, Xbox Era says their sources indicate Starfield will be released on PS5 sometime after its Shattered Space expansion comes out because Bethesda doesn't have enough versions to patch. On top of that, Giant Bomb's Jeff Grubb stated on his Game Mess Mornings podcast that bringing Gears of War to Sony's consoles is under consideration by Microsoft. While that doesn't guarantee anything, Grubb had also previously stated Microsoft was planning to reveal its new game release strategy at the end of the month, but that it could move up based on recent reports. Soon after Grubb said that, Phil Spencer announced a business update event for next week. So naturally, we DM'd Jeff Grubb to ask him for this week's lottery numbers. Get back to me, Jeff. Hopefully next week's event will put the community at ease. Multiple Xbox influencers are pulling support over these rumors, worried that a lack of exclusive games will harm the future of Xbox hardware. And Xbox leadership has enough to worry about, like what to name the next Xbox when you've pretty much exhausted the possibilities for X and box-based names. Xbox Series X version X minus eight. Box X, X, Xbox it. Xbox it even better. <laughs> Yesterday marked the start of Steam Next Fest, the annual celebration of upcoming games featuring way too many demos for you to play, but Godspeed, Spider-Man. 
Godspeed. Together we can rule this city. <laughs> Hundreds of demos are available across a variety of genres, so it's hard to shine a spotlight on every cool game, but here are some highlights we've come across. Harold Halibut is a handmade, narrative-driven game using stop-motion animation. There's Raw Metal, which combines top-down stealth segments with action-packed beat-em-up combat. And if you like survival games and also love station wagons, this guy. Pacific Drive is a story-driven experience featuring both. If you like detective games but hate how seriously they take themselves, check out Duck Detective, The Secret Salami. I'm 98% sure it's safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're looking for something from more established developers, the upcoming 4X game Millennia is being made by veterans of the Age of Empires franchise. And if you like sci-fi RTS games and your name is Riley Murdoch, You'll be excited to learn that Homeworld 3 has also released a demo. Okay, I don't have time. Make sure you hurry though, Steam Next Fest is over in less than a week, and that's only enough time for me to play the Homeworld 3 demo. Like, you s Jacob wrote 107 times, but the real answer is zero times. I'll try, I'm gonna try. Now it's time for Quick Bids, brought to you by Game Power. They sell quality PC components and peripherals at reasonable prices, because why should you have to break the bank when you're already breaking your back by carrying your team? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Check out their Kazaru headset. It features strong bass with its 53 millimeter drivers, built-in vibration feedback, noise canceling through the Game Power software, and of course, RGB, baby. It'll sound great connected to your PCs, laptops, or even PS4s and 5s thanks to its internal sound card. So check it out at the link below and use code 15GAMELINKED to get 15% off your purchase. Now it's time for Quick Bits. Seriously, here they come. According to sources who spoke to Insider Gaming, Call of Duty Black Ops Gulf War too many subtitles, will feature a primarily open world campaign when it launches later this year, successfully innovating the franchise by copying what everyone else has been doing for over a decade. Call of Duty Far Cry. <laughs> Halo Infinite comes to mind, and it was just okay. Have I ever told you the definition of those numbers, Mason? What do they mean? <laughs> Last year, Activision experimented with a more open approach in Modern Warfare 3-2, though notably, these open combat missions were criticized for how they enhanced player freedom by being extremely unfocused and utterly generic. CD Projekt Red has announced that several high-profile developers have been added to the team working on Project Orion, the follow-up to Cyberpunk 2077. These include former lead writer at BioWare, Alexander Freed, award-winning game writer and author Anna McGill, and Alan Villani, who worked on multiple Mortal Kombat titles at both Midway and NetherRealm Studios. With all of that talent working on the sequel, the rest of CDPR can get back to its true passion, of adding stuff to Cyberpunk 2077 that only some people will use. <laughs> Just this week, the studio added the ability to change the paint job of certain vehicles you own in their final, 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 for real, we swear this time, update. It's like they're compensating at this point. We're sorry the game was a mess for years. Star Wars Jedi colon Survivor won this year's Grammy for Best Score Soundtrack for Video Games and Other Interactive Media, a name that is almost as needlessly specific as calling a game series Star Wars Jedi. There it is. What other kind of Jedi is there? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> the game in which you play as a Star Wars Jedi <laughs> beat out stiff competition like Stray Gods, the role-playing musical, to become the second title to ever win this award. 
We here at Gaming News Show Game Linked would like to congratulate Star Wars Jedi on winning this Music Award Grammy. <laughs> For Yu-Gi-Oh's 25th anniversary, Konami has announced the Yu-Gi-Oh! Early Days Collection a digital compilation of several Yu-Gi-Oh! classic titles for PC and Switch. Most of the games are currently unknown, but Konami did reveal one title, Dual Monsters 4 for the Game Boy Color, a game that launched exclusively in Japan 24 years ago, thereby ruining your childhood. Konami also debuted its new Yu-Gi-Oh! VR technology, which will one day allow fans around the world the hyper-immersive experience of playing a card game. And a South Korean man has been sentenced to a year and a half in prison for refusing his country's mandatory military service while also being an avid player of PUBG. Aha! Checkmate! I think. Despite claiming to be a conscientious objector to the idea of war, the Supreme Court of Korea said the man had not put any effort into spreading or realizing his beliefs and claimed the fact that he enjoyed PUBG made them question whether he actually loves war. So now he'll spend 18 months in prison, the same amount of time he would have been required to serve in the military, which sucks extra bad because according to the court at least, he would have loved it. That judge isn't even qualified. It hasn't played a single Ace Attorney game. <laughs> and you will have loved our next episode of Game Linked after you did come back this Thursday to watch it. Confused? It'll make sense in two days.